Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 22nd of March and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1758 and we travel to North America where we remember the revivalist preacher Jonathan Edwards who died today. The grave of Edwards is located in Princeton Cemetery and it stands out for its large horizontal gravestone which has an inscription in Latin which is essentially a long emotional epitaph that eulogises his life and career and laments the great loss of his passing. It invites the passerby to pause and mourn, extolling the virtues of the deceased. So what can we learn from his life? He is seen as the most important theologian and philosopher of British American Puritanism and stimulator of the religious revival known in America as the Great Awakening. His role in this revival makes him one of the forerunners of the age of Protestant missionary expansion in the 19th century. Edwards entered Yale College in 1716 and his precocious intelligence made sure that he stood out. At the age of 13, John Locke's essay concerning human understanding influenced him profoundly. Describing the mind at birth as a blank slate that is filled later through experience, he refutes the popular rationalist notion of innate ideas. The essay influenced many Enlightenment philosophers, such as David Hume and George Berkeley. See the pod of the 12th of March. The young Edwards kept notebooks labelled The Mind, and another one, Natural Science, which contained a discussion of the atomic theory, the scriptures, and finally, miscellanies. And he had a growing interest in natural history. He was fascinated by the discoveries of Isaac Newton and the other scientists of his age. As a young boy, he was engrossed with spiders. And at the age of 11, he observed and wrote an essay detailing the ballooning behaviour of some spiders. He saw the natural world as evidence of God's masterful design and throughout his life Edwards often went into the woods as a favourite place to pray and worship. He often wrote sermons and theological treatises that emphasised the beauty of God and the role of aesthetics in the spiritual life. And this has been seen as being a precursor to the theological aesthetics of Hans Urs van Balthasar in the 20th century. And for more on Balthasar, you'll be able to listen to the podcast of May the 29th. At the age of 24, Jonathan Edwards was ordained minister at Northampton, an assistant to his grandfather Solomon Stoddart. He married Sarah Pierpoint, 
whose father was the founder of Yale College. He saw himself as a scholar-pastor, not a visiting pastor, committed to 13 hours of study a day. And in his early years of ministry, a Protestant revival began in Northampton and reached an intensity in the winter of 1734, when in six months, nearly 300 of the 1,100 youths were admitted to the church. The revival gave Edwards an opportunity for studying the process of conversion in all its phases and varieties, and he recorded his observations in a faithful narrative of the surprising work of God in the conversion of many hundred souls in Northampton, which was published in 1737. A year later, he published discourses on various subjects, including the five sermons which had proved most effective in the revival. However, criticism of the revival began, and some New Englanders feared that Edwards had led his flock into fanaticism. A committed Calvinist, believing the central doctrine of double predestination, Edward's most famous sermon, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God, has been widely reprinted as an example of fire and brimstone preaching. But Edwards did not shout or speak loudly, but talked in a quiet, emotive voice. He moved his audience slowly from point to point, towards an inexorable conclusion that they were lost without the grace of God. And although this stimulated many and inspired many to change their lives, some of the locals were shaken by the revivals, but not converted, and they became convinced of their inexorable damnation, and tragically, in some cases, this led to suicide. The first Great Awakening describes a series of revivals that swept Britain and its 13 North American colonies. In the United Kingdom, the movement is referred to as the Evangelical Revival, and their legacy is mixed. Overall, they renewed individual piety and religious devotion, and they helped to form a common evangelical identity across disparate denominations. Preachers such as Edwards gave listeners a sense of deep personal conviction of their need of salvation by Jesus Christ and fostered introspection and commitment. Religious conversion had to be a new birth experienced in the heart. However, these revivals also produced not only conversions and changed lives, but excesses, disorders, and ecclesiastical and civil disruptions. Some churches supported the revivals, but others were very suspicious. In the American colonies, the Congregational and Presbyterian churches split, while it strengthened both the Methodist and the Baptist denominations. Throughout the southern colonies, 
The revival movement increased the number of African slaves and free blacks who converted to Christianity. It also inspired the founding of a new missionary society, such as the Baptist Missionary Society. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please join us tomorrow, if you can, as we look at William McGregor and the founding of the Football League in England. Visit our website for more information at www.pogp.net And if you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com pogppod at gmail.com Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.